Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. You guys, you guys, you guys, hello. I need to turn on my microphone. Hold, please. Hello, you guys. Welcome to today's video. I am doing my first coffee chat. It's so funny because pretty much a year ago, I told myself that I wanted to do coffee chats. And then the pandemic happened, and then I stopped doing them because that was a very hard time in my life, to say the least. So um, I'm obviously doing a lot better right now, and I want to do coffee chats one time a month. Why wasn't I recording this on my podcast? Sorry, guys. Give me... Give me one second. All right, we are changing this whole setup for today. Hopefully my podcast listeners can hear me just fine. Um, I know my camera can hear me just fine, but real quick for my camera right here, um, if you guys are not following my podcast and haven't listened to my podcast yet, I'm gonna link it down below. Here's what the picture looks like. It's available on all streaming services and I really enjoy podcasting. So if you would like to join me over there, go ahead and click right down there. And that's what I'm talking on right now. So I'm doing two things at once, obviously. And what I did was I asked you guys on Instagram. So if you're not following me yet on Instagram, um, here's my handle. It was in the intro as well, link down below. And I asked you guys to ask me questions to film a Q and A. I was like, Hey, can you guys, Hey, can you guys please do me a favor and ask me questions? Like anything random, honestly, I like, random in-depth questions. So let's see what we got. And honestly, I saw a few of them and they were really, really good. And I can't wait to answer them. So thank you guys so much. I got a lot of responses. Thanks. I'm so excited. Um, all right. Let me just give some background on myself. If you're new or you don't even know, and you just clicked on this channel to get to know me more. Um, my name's Bree and I have taught for three years. I'm just about to finish in my third year teaching. And on this channel, I just talk a lot about, um, well, first of all, I vlog a lot on this channel, but on my podcast, I talk a lot about energy work and, um, just how in self-development essentially. So my podcast is like a self-development, um, type of podcast, but right now I'm just really interested in like energy work and, um, like, getting our emotions aligned so we can have, or ourselves aligned actually, so we could have a fun time teaching. We don't hate our jobs, we don't hate our lives. Um, I believe that we can have it all. We can be teachers, we can be like run families, we can have self-care every day in our everyday routine. And I think it's possible. And that's what I talk about on my channel. I, that's what I talk about on my podcast. So. Thank you for joining me. All right, let's get into this because I don't want this to be 20 years long. You guys came here for questions or you guys came here for answers. All right, first one I see. <laughs> okay, what's your go-to dinner meal when you get home and the last thing you want to do is cook? Go-to dinner meal, probably shrimp tacos because all you have to do is cook the shrimp, which is delicious, shrimp is delicious and all you have to use is a little bit of butter garlic salt and some olive oil delicious and some avocado on your corn tortilla maybe some pico de gallo which is super easy to make 
but that's my go-to dinner. It's really delicious. Thank you for asking me that. Okay, next question. Does it look bad to switch jobs each year as a teacher? I'm trying to find my right fit. Okay, listen, I am too. I, it's like, you have to ask yourself, like, are you gonna stay in a job you don't like because you're afraid to move around? That is very limiting and it's a very limiting belief. And I have found myself asking myself that same question, but at the end of the day, my life and I wanna be happy where, my, where I teach. And I know where I want to teach and my perfect district and my perfect school will be accepting of that. So I would say nothing wrong with it and it actually is a good idea, in my personal opinion. Until you find that school where you're just like, oh my gosh, I love coming to school every single day, um, I would maybe like look and try new things. Like I had to be, I didn't have, okay. I had to be stuck for two years at one site because I'm probationary and you know, it's wasn't like ideal. So it's okay to move around. Next question. Thank you so much for answer, or asking me that. Next question. What makes a school culture toxic and what are some signs? Okay, sign number one. Do you walk into the building and do you feel like an uneasiness in your body? Like, is your body sing uh, singling you? Singling? Signaling. Is your body signaling? You guys, I can't say it. Is your body telling you that there is something wrong or there is um, a threat? Like, do you feel anxious when you walk into the building? If it's yes, I believe it's toxic. But, um, it is a, I mean, that's a pretty loaded question and I think it depends on how you feel and what you think is toxic. Like, um, my first school I worked in, um, I would go into the, I would go into the teacher's lounge and like make copies. It wasn't the teacher's lounge, the workroom and make copies. And it's like, I never, like no one ever said hi to me and I was new and scared and very weak and very like small feeling. So I would definitely say if it's not like, hey, how are you? Or I guess it's your definition. It's your definition. To me, I wanna be in a school district where everyone's like happy to be there. Or not school district, but school. Okay? <laughs> I just wanna be somewhere where people are happy to be there. And um, again, goes off your vibe and um thank you so much for asking me that question all right do you think your weekly behavior report would work in secondary school all right i'm gonna link this i'm gonna link this product but i have used this behavior report every year of teaching and i personally like it i have fifth graders and this person is asking if it would work in secondary school which is middle school and i believe it will to me secondary school is sixth grade um and in sixth grade where I'm from, did I say I'm from Southern California? I'm from Southern California, I'm trying to find a job. I don't even know if I said that in the beginning of the video, but another teaching job anyways. But where I'm from, sixth grade is broken into two teachers. So there's a teacher that teaches like science and math and then the kids switch and the other teacher teaches history and ELA. So if it's a self, I guess that's not, I guess it's not self-contained, but if it's that kind of setup, yes, I do. Um, if it's self-contained sixth grade, which is 
only one class for the sixth graders. They don't switch or anything. Yes, I will. I do think it would work. And also for seventh and eighth grade, I do think it will work because maybe not for every student. Like when you get to upper grades, maybe probably not every single student is going to need one of these, but I think it would actually be a really good resource to use if you need to show data or you need to show proof because that's why I like the paper-based um, system because I get it back. I get a signature. Like that's confirmation that you saw this piece of paper and you read it because you signed it. And um, something with teaching that I'm understanding a lot is you need to have those documents and you need to have like evidence to support your claim. So I do think it would work. Maybe you have a student that's just not working very well in your class and you just want to have a check-in with mom and dad or family. Easy. Bring it back every week. Bam. Um, I think it would work. Thank you for asking me that question. All right, next question. How do you prepare for teaching a new grade level? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. So I taught third my first year and then I taught fifth and I don't know if I have an answer for that. I'm just kidding. I can think of an answer. I would say prepare by at least understanding like what you're building on from previous grades. That's what I would say because um, no matter what, especially now after the pandemic, when we go back into the classroom, we're going to have to review a ton. It's not going to be funny. It's going to be intense. Okay. Maybe I'm being a little dramatic. It's going to be a lot because I mean, I have fifth, I, whatever, I'm not even going to say that, but, um, so I would just say, get familiar with the language arts and the math, get familiar how they build. Definitely the math because math, man, teaching math, man. All right. Thank you for asking me that question. Okay. Next one. How did you decide you wanted to go into teaching? Okay. You guys, this is a real life answer. This is a really weird, weird, weird story, but this is one of the times where I like had a like weird coincidence of going in the right direction. Okay. So long story short, I was living in Orange County my sophomore year of college and I was playing on a softball team down there. I got hurt, wasn't really feeling Orange County like at all, wasn't for me. And I'm like, I don't wanna nurse anymore because I was a nursing major and I actually got a kidney infection and had to go like get shots and stuff. I had to go to the doctors and I rarely go to the doctors, um, especially back then. And they, I saw like the vibe of the hospital and it was like kind of sad and very like not me. And like, it gave me a sad vibe because like seeing people who are sick makes me sad or, you know, just maybe it doesn't make me sad, but it like, it like ruins my energy in a way it alters it. But, um, so I'm like, no, that's not going to be it. So long story short, this is weird. This is weird. This is very weird. Um, I was desperate for a job. I couldn't find a job. It was like September, school already started. I needed money badly. I moved it on my own. I wasn't getting any financial aid. And I'm like, I need a job. So I, <laughs> 
This is when I was 20, okay? I went to go apply at Hooters. I applied at Hooters. I went to an interview at Hooters when I was 20 and I really thought I was gonna get the job. <laughs> I really wanted to work there for some reason. I thought the tips would be good, I don't know. But I applied there and I never got a call back and then I remember just like sitting in my room in my apartment like, <sighs> I've applied so many places, I cannot find a job. I even had a jo uh, interview at a yogurt shop and they were impressed with me. I threw out this like cool little thing. They're like, what would you order if you bought from here? I was like, I would order this special, awesome secret menu item. And they're like, oh my gosh, like, wow. But they never called me back for a job and I really needed money. Anyways, I was sitting in the hotel or in my apartment and then I randomly just got like a glimpse. I don't know, it kind of feels like it was a dream almost. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. I am explaining it, but I think it's one of those things you can't explain very well until you know what I'm talking about. And it's just like a flash before my eyes kind of thing of just like guidance, I guess. And um, literally what popped into my head was a high school sociology teacher. But then I'm like, high school? Uh, I don't know. I want to start with elementary. So then I went to go talk to my counselor and I changed my major to child development and the rest is history. It's a pretty weird story, <laughs> but it's the truth. Thank you for answering or asking that question. That was fun. How hard is it to find a job after finishing your credential program? Well, I think it depends on where you're looking because in California at this moment, I believe we are currently in a teacher shortage and I got hired before I even finished my credential. So I found a job before I was even done with my credential and um, I'm looking for a job now so I'm seeing the process with it. But um, I would say depending where you are, shouldn't it be very hard. If anything, just sub first. If anything, well but you student taught probably if you did a credentialing program. I would just say depending where you are. Um, thank you for or asking me that question. Here's the question. Finally, you get the job. Now what? How do you plan and prepare for your first year? Let me think of a really good answer. <sighs> don't over, don't plan out long units unless someone's helping you. Literally plan week by week. Plan week by week. Your first year, unless you have a really good team lead and your team works really well, um, plan week by week. Don't care about anything else, just plan week by week. Listen to what your kids need and want. Most of the time, it's not going straight by the curriculum. Most of the time, it's doing a lot more before you even get into curriculum. So I would just focus on your like rules and how you want to run your lessons and create a system in your lesson plans or in your lessons. Because for me, I have spent this whole hybrid, it's so, it's so interesting. I've been in hybrid for a month and I only get my kids two hours a day. I have been teaching them how to read sentence by sentence, asking themselves, is this a supporting detail to a main idea? And teaching them R-A-C-E. That is something that is like a key thing for me to learn. That's what I um, would kind of say, like teach them how you want your uh, teaching to go. Like for example, for math, I do math 
very, it's called a test model. It's the only way I know how to teach math right now. And until I'm introduced something differently, I'm open to change it. But um, if you're not familiar with it, students show their boards, show the boards. Like I shouldn't have to say a word. I should just like look at you and you should know to show your board. So just practice those routines with your lesson design and just plan week by week. Do not over plan. Big mistake on me. It was, yeah. Thank you for answer, asking me that question. All right, should I buy ahead of time? No idea if there's a budget or previous teacher left anything. Just wait. You go, Okay, go look at my older videos. I bought so much stuff that I'm just gonna be leaving in my classroom when I move. I don't need it. It's like, it was like, um, you know, back in when I watched YouTube a lot for like makeup content, it's like everyone had all these like palettes like hoarded up, but they never used them. It's the same thing. It looks cool, sure. It looks really cool and organized, but I never used it. So I would just wait because the school's gonna have stuff. If anything, just, I would just say, when you need it on TPT, just buy from TPT. Like, just wait till you actually need things. I overbought things, it was bad. I'll even link that video down below too. It's a good one. Um, thank you for answer, or asking me that question. I keep doing that. All right, next one. Hot coffee or iced coffee? Speaking of coffee, this was supposed to be a coffee chat. Can Pause this video, guess what this uh, drink is in here. I'll give you a hint. It's alcoholic and has probiotics in it. It is a kombucha. So uh, kombuchas are like delicious to me. They're so good and I just treat myself to one a week. But um, anyways, should be a coffee chat but it's a kombucha chat obviously and I like iced coffee so much better. Hot coffee is just so gross when it sits. Like you can let iced coffee sit. You can't do that with hot, with hot coffee, it's, that's disgusting. And there's like a milk film on the top, disgusting. What planner slash organization tools do you use either for teaching online or, oh, either for teaching or personal? Okay, you guys, like this podcast, this YouTube channel, my TPT, I am living out my dream with this and doing these things. Um, so I, I call this my business because it is, I like it a lot and it's fun. So I was using the full focus planner, full focus planner. They're like $70, $50 a pop. I used it and I wasn't like getting with it because I wasn't fully entrenched in my business. I was still working on myself. Like I was not full enough to be working on a business like full time like I am now. Like I'm putting like so much love and effort into this now and I'm just loving what it's like reciprocating and making. But I'm gonna try it again so it's a full focus planner. You pick three things a day. There's a book. I wanna read the book first before I get into it so that's what I think I'm gonna do. But I just use planners at Target. And I don't even like need to, I don't, I don't like use the lesson planning sections in it. All I know is like what I'm teaching and I already know how to chunk the steps down and I already know how to write objectives like this. So it's just like, it's so, it gets so much easier as the years go on with um, teaching and you know, learning what to do. Um, and then the planner I use is at Target every year. It's like, I think $10 or something, $11. Elementary teacher must-haves. Oh, thank you for asking me that question. Next question. Elementary teacher must-haves. <laughs> you guys, why did this come into my head? 
This is terrible, but this is what came into my head. Candy. Like, do I really want that to be the answer? An elementary must-have is candy? Okay, but it's kind of like, I don't know. It, I don't know. It works, I don't know. So there's some of the answer, but I also think whiteboards. Whiteboards and markers and erasers because they love to do math on those. They would rather do math on a whiteboard marker and with an eraser than on a piece of paper. So definitely whiteboards and candy. Can't believe I had it. Oh. Thank you for asking that. Okay, next question. Has anyone told you you remind them of Jenna Marbles before in the best way? That is so funny because she was like, I don't know, I, I, I really like her because I like her personality and I feel like that is my personality and I've just been kind of afraid to be my authentic self and she, I'm, I would say she's her authentic self so I give her props. Um, but yeah, I have. And I will take that as a compliment because I think she's beautiful. Okay, next up, thank you for asking that question, it's hilarious. Best under eye concealer? Because I still virtual teach, I am sorry you're virtual teaching unless you like it, but worst time of my life. Anyways, um, uh, you know what, it's hard because I feel like it's, I really like my Jeffree Star concealer actually and it, I think it all depends on the powder. It all depends on the powder that you're using for your under eye. So I use Jeffree Star powder and it works pretty well. And um, and I think it's just the application of what you use to put that powder down. I find that if I use a, a beauty sponge, it, it does not work very well. But if I use a flat top brush, oh look at here. <laughs> I got my makeup. I got my makeup right next to me. Look at that. Um, I like to use this for concealer, it's flat and I pack it on, but it's not like so dense that it looks cakey um, after a while. I mean, does it look good? Love that question. Um, I would definitely say Tarte, of course. Um, I think it's called Essence, has really good ones called Camouflage, Camouflage Essence. And then um, I like the Jeffree Star one. It works really nicely. Okay, I'm gonna charge my battery super quick. All right, okay, jumping back into it. I had to change my battery. Next question, how did you start a podcast? Okay, long story short, how did I? I went and I researched on YouTube first, like how to start a podcast, and then I found this one guy, I can't think of his name, I think his name's Paul or something, I'll link him down below. He has like a free resource to, like a how-to guide, how to start a podcast, and then I just decided to do it. I gave myself like the first week of January to post and I did it. And now I'm here. It's very simple and easy and I really, really enjoy it. Okay, next up, advice for teachers. <laughs> okay, thank you for asking that question, the one previously, thank you. Um, advice for teachers. I would say listen to what you need. I would say advice for you is you are a teacher, you are gonna be needed, you need to know your worth. Like, you are a teacher, you will be needed, know your worth. So, hold true to that and be yourself. And if someone doesn't like it, then you gotta walk away. Um, that's my advice to you, or for anyone. 
Collab on the podcast. Thank you for asking that question. <laughs> Collab on the podcast. Next question. You guys let me know who you want. <laughs> you guys let me know who you want me to interview. I'll do an interview this summer. I want to try it. Let me know if you want me to interview like a teacher tuber. Let me know if you want me to interview my best friend, John, who is also a teacher. Um, he's a male teacher, the only male teacher at his entire school. Um, I think that would actually be pretty fun. Let me know what you guys think. He'll, he already said yes to being on here. Um, he's my like best friend. He teaches as well. I just really enjoy him. And I met him in fifth grade. And supposedly I was a bully to him. But <laughs> that's for a story time. Um, but uh, yeah, so let me know what you guys think. Thanks for asking that question. Next question, book recommendations. I have a whole video on it. Link down below. Books are my new favorite thing and I'm telling you guys right now. I am working on a self-development like book club and I need you guys to let me know when you want me to launch that. Tell me when you feel like you would want to start a new goal of reading every day. Let me know when you're feeling it. Um, I'm going to continue to research this summer and I want to post it. I was thinking of launching January 2022, but it kind of depends on what you guys want. So please let me know down below or on Instagram on my podcasters that are listening to me right now. But thank you for asking me that. But my number one, okay, the book I'm reading right now. Right now I am reading How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera, the holistic psychologist. And I think I've been reading this for a month, but this book is so good um i read it and it's like i'm being understood and it's amazing this is basically just talking about healing and everyone has things they need to heal big small like big and small don't actually exist like if it hurt you then it needs to be healed like if you felt some uh you know not the best emotion behind something that has happened in your life you need to heal it. And that's what this is talking about. And it has a science behind it and how our, um, what it, I can't really think you got right now, you guys, but I'm going to be doing a whole like book review on this. This could be something that I could, we could do in the, um, book club. So let me know you guys, my battery's about to die. I am finishing this before then last one. Thank you for asking that question. Last one is your espresso machine, the same or similar to Starbucks. That's a great question and I have no idea. I just looked up a random YouTube, I literally typed into YouTube, how uh, espresso machines. <laughs> and I watched a couple and I liked the way this one looked and I looked at the price and I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, and then I bought it. <laughs> so I would say so because it's delicious and I love it and I literally have espresso shots all the time. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you would know that, uh, but anyways, yeah, thanks for asking that question. Okay, you guys, we're done here. We are done. I hope you guys enjoyed. I had so much fun doing that. I'm doing it again because this was so much fun. Um, if you like this, like, please give it a thumbs up. Please give it a thumbs up. It really helps me out. And for my podcasters, if you could give me a review, it really helps me out as well. Please let me know in the comments if you like this. This, I loved. I loved it. It was so much fun. You guys asked some really awesome questions. Thank you. Um, next week, I'm getting married. I should have said that. I'm getting married next week, you guys. So I'll be doing a Q&A with my future husband and I next, and that's going to come out next week, right after we get married. So 
enjoy. Um, all right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you are having a great day wherever you're at. Remember, becoming high vibe has changed my life and it's gonna change yours too. Bye.